Welcome to Queen We Got You podcast. I'm your host, Monique, and I'm joined today with my fabulous co-hosts, Kerry and Kelly. How are you going, ladies? Hello, hello. Hello. Good. So today's topic, given this time of year, is super, super important, and I think it's definitely something we need to talk about. But before we jump in, how have you guys been this week? Kerry? Yes, well, <laughs> well, to be honest, this is the perfect time for this conversation for me. Yeah. Because over the past few weeks, I have definitely been experiencing what is known as burnout. And it's been an ongoing thing which took me quite some time to recognise. Um, not just from post-comp, but also being busy end of time of year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, because of that, I have lowered my training a little bit. Or should I say, I've trained sometimes on days when I felt like it. Mm-hmm. Um this I will go into a bit more because we are going to talk about this in a bit. Yes. Um, so yes, because of that, my training's been a bit different and I've probably been doing more Pilates as well, a bit more reformer, nice. some yoga, and it's been really good to be honest, um, and some Christmas shopping. Mm. So yeah, end of the year. Uh, but apart from that, I've not got very much exciting things to say. Mm. Oh. What about you, Kel? Um, yeah, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> I had a ridiculously um, large day, a 14-hour day on Wednesday. And uh, when I messaged you ladies this morning, I said, oh, I've actually cancelled one of my sessions because I just, I can't, I need to create some space for myself. So Mm. I've also had an extremely busy week. Um, So who knows what words are going to come out of my mouth um, today. So that should be fun for all of us. (laughs) Um, But we did, uh, the fam... When I say the fam, my two eldest kids don't live at home anymore. So uh, we took Jasper to a concert on Sunday, which is his first proper concert that he's been to, uh, Dermot Kennedy. And um, so that's why I had that big day on Wednesday. So it's really trying to find that balance between... Mm -hmm. Because I had the Monday off. So I moved all my clients. And um, so we had a really good time. It was a really good time to spend, like, with Lee and and Jas for the Sunday and Monday. yeah, we had heaps of fun. So it was really nice. So I always kind of rewind back to that on Wednesday when I got up in the morning and I was like, I've not, I was driving to work at 5am and I know I'm not going to leave until seven o'clock tonight. And it was like, just remember why you did that. So, mm-hmm. but it's a balancing act, I think. A yeah, little definitely. Bit. But yeah, definitely. I'm 100% in line with you, Kerry. <laughs> I'm feeling that, I'm feeling that um, this is a perfect topic this week. But you know what? I am so frazzled. I forgot to mention it was my <laughs> Christmas party on Sunday. <laughs> I'm sat there going, holy shit. How, do, how the hell do I forget that? Because we're exhausted. Because we are exhausted. <laughs> uh, so sorry, clients. We had an amazing time on Sunday. Oh, yeah. You went down the beach, hey? It was down at Alex Head. It's beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. it was actually the most perfect day and setup. Because if anyone knows Alex Head, um, it's busy. Yes. And it's a perfect spot where most people have picnics. Um, so we rocked up at 12.15 to start at 1, thinking no parking spaces, no spaces to put our things out. There was literally a park in front. Oh, Got out. Perfect. No one was there. So literally put this massive like tent thing up again it was massive took us about five minutes to put up 
Mm. No, you got a team of like yeah, just, people who live. But it was on. just like everything just went amazing. Mind well. Everyone nice. rocked up. Beautiful food, company, weather. Nice. And we had a great time. Had a game. We played a game which was guess who it is. <laughs> so I got everyone to send in um, a question mm. about well, question something about themselves which no yeah. one would know. Yeah. So we had some really fun. Oh, that's cute. Cool. as well. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, one example of that would be um, one of the questions was despite of this person's job. Um, this person is will faint at the sight of their own blood. Oh! So this per, um, one of my clients tends to be a surgeon. Oh! So he's a surgeon, but despite he deals with blood all day long, he will faint at the sight of his own blood. That's oh hilarious. My yeah. That's so just really funny questions. Mm. And so one more we'll go through was uh, Mel. She actually her first kiss was with Guy Pierce. Stop <gasps> Get it! Out of town. No. So yeah. So some funny things oh were coming out that God. day. Yeah. So it was a good laugh. Were you like? Did you get that? And we're like, holy shit, that's so yeah. cool. There was some really fun ones too. So it was a really good icebreaker for a lot of people yeah, who nice. didn't know each other as That's well. That's good. Yes, I love that. How about you, Mom? We know you've been uh, jet-setting this uh, last few weeks. Correct. So if I start talking random circles, it's because I've not slept. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on India time. I'm still on India time and I'm existing this week with not much sleep. But I'm here. But no, um, yeah, ICN India was incredible. So I obviously judge over there for anyone that doesn't know. We had a three-day show and over a thousand bodies across the stage. It looked amazing. So it was it looked freaking really good. huge. Yeah. Um, so close to a Guinness World Record for a show. Oh, no. So next time. Next time. Easy. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind it'll yeah. happen. Um, first ICN India show was 2019 and then the world was rocked by the big C word. Yeah. yeah. So for it to now come back is just phenomenal. Yeah. And like, yeah, Jay and the team, incredible. But um, I said in India, I always love, like the guys are just amazing. Yeah. And they have been from day one. Yeah. And the girls are now catching up. Oh, yeah. Man, I saw there were so many more um, ladies at this so show. And more. I was like, yes, this yep. is so good. I was yep. so proud. Like To the point where like I could not even tell you how many male pro cards have handed out because there's been that many. Wow. Yeah. Like the fitness, men's fitness, for example, the, we gave out three pro cards wow. because the quality was that insane. Like in the overall, we had like... Oh, no, I think it was the physique. I know I can't remember. Um, Twenty-seven athletes in the overall. Oh yeah. And it was just nuts. That twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven in overalls. In overalls. <laughs> there was one hundred, one hundred first timer, uh, men's fitness. fitness. Yeah. So how long did it take you to judge that to actually come to the decision of who won the the overall? Overall, I think it was about maybe twenty minutes. Wow. Oh, that's a long time. Maybe yeah, fifteen. Too. Um, but it was a long. It was longer than it needed to be because we had to give every athlete the time to be seen. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we did know who our top ten were, like our top when eight. They out kind of thing. Prior to that, yeah. yeah, you already had the ones in your mind who yeah. you kind of already knew because obviously they somehow, stand out. They or, stand out. Yeah. yeah. But back to the women, it was so amazing to see more women, but also to the the quality of the physique yes. developing. Yeah. Which is super super exciting. Yeah. So we handed out. Um, two more female pro cards, which Love is that. incredible, um, because yeah, we just haven't, we don't have a team of females yet. So to see it evolving yeah. is it's, freaking it's amazing. It's coming. It's coming. It is coming. <laughs> so yeah. And their dresses, because um, the evening wear round, I think like 
when I go to see it in Australia is very typical, right? It's like very standard. sparkly dresses yep. or like very low front cut sparkly dresses. Yep. Or, and when they, because um, I obviously was stalking you because well, I didn't have anything else better to do on the weekend <laughs> last week. Um, but it was like, I was watching the girls come out with their dresses mm-hmm. and oh man, I'm like, yes, this is mm-hmm. what it should be. Like, yeah, yeah there's it more was amazing. There's so much more fashion into it. There's yes. so much more thought into it. Um, it's a really tricky line though because I do get messages a lot from girls asking can they wear a more traditional dress yes and of course they can but it's not going to show your physique yes so it's like there's that really awkward balance of the western influence to show the physique um versus the traditional Indian yeah um the girl that won the overall was actually Russian and she had that hot pink wow and it just showed her physique amazingly um i was not shocked that she she won that because like when when she walked out it was literally just could not stop watching her like it was just gorgeous yeah Yeah. and the swimsuits they also add it's not just a plain swimsuit no they yeah it's really it's really beautiful to see so it's really cool i love the culture different like watching the culture difference absolutely like outfits and stuff yeah so cool Yeah, yeah absolutely love it so that's that's my two weeks almost. Yeah. So it's been good fun. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And now I'm back here with you girls. And today, if no one has picked up already, we're talking about burnout. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious because we decided this topic, obviously, you know, quite a few weeks ago. Yes. And then to now be here doing this and we're all kind of like in the thick oh, yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, we're feeling it. We're feeling it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And even like looking on socials, some of my girlfriends who are beauty therapists now text hairdressers. Like this is the season of. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like this is so important to discuss They this get so busy. All of the beauticians and nail techs and hairdressers and yeah. stuff like that, they are so busy that week leading into Christmas yeah. because everyone wants to look beautiful for Christmas Day. Yeah. And so they are all like, this is my biggest week of the year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they are working really long hours mm. and like getting that extra bit of money in because most of them are self-employed and yeah. obviously they don't get paid like same as us. We don't get paid when we don't work. So it's exactly. like they take that extra work on, mm. um, which is what I've done as well this week. But I mean, there's consequences to that as yeah. well, right? Mm. It's that fine balance between doing something that's good for you, but then not going too far where now it's now a problem a big big yeah problem. definitely <laughs> yeah but even last night i went shopping at the plaza and even the young shop assistants are all wired because they've probably been on oh, their feet yes. all night all yes. day and you can just see they're just over it mm. yeah and it's only well it's next week is the week of late it's night week. Yes. All, all week yeah. yeah yeah well even some of the shops were already open till 9 p.m this week that okay. yeah um but yeah next week's going to be the midnight trade and then if you're in the cities it's a 24-hour trade yeah. and it's just like just hectic yeah. just one day it's crazy isn't it it's so nuts but I secretly love it (laughs) Um, but Kel I think you've found a really great definition that can like lead into this topic for today yeah so I wanted to start it off because I think it's important I guess everyone know like we can say the word burnout but I think it's important that everyone understands what that means exactly so I have been uh, a follower of the Black Dog Institute for quite some time I really resonate with um, a lot of the things that they do because they talk a lot around the mental health space and I've had quite a few of my friends family etc in that you know uh, suicidal space and things like that but they do do other things as well and they have a really what I thought was a very good summary of uh, burnout 
So their summary on their website is, burnout encompasses a wide range of symptoms, including low energy, motivation or mood, feeling isolated or trapped, feeling cynical or disengaged from work, decreased life satisfaction, procrastination, irritability, feeling exhausted or drained, disrupted sleep and physical responses like headaches and body pains. They then go on to say that you don't need to necessarily have every single one of those symptoms to be experiencing burnout and likewise just because you're experiencing some of those symptoms, it doesn't mean you're in burnout either. Mm. So that's the definition. Mm. I think that's a wow. really good one. I do too. I think um, like this day and age now, I think people are putting a lot of health, um, like whatever it might be, just like to one side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they don't feel like they actually have time to deal with this. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to go to the doctors, go the time to go to a psychologist, whatever it might be, yeah. or even ask for help because they feel like they're too busy to fit these things in. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you can see how, if it carries on, it's just going to be it's like kind of game worse. over, isn't it? When yeah. you can't actually do anything about it. Yeah. Well, well, it's probably too late, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I found it um, interesting when I was doing the research, and I said this to you ladies as well, that quite a lot of the research is more from a HR kind of perspective mm-hmm. and how much money the workplace loses. So I find it interesting that workplaces push people so hard as well. Yes. If there's mm-hmm. all this research out there to be like, hey, if you keep doing this with, with your staff, they're going to have you know more sick leave, mm-hmm. they're going to like not show up for work, they're going to be disengaged, they're going to be less productive. I'm like, why are workplaces not kind mm-hmm. of... Um, I guess getting on more on board yeah. to allow people to have those times, allow people to, I don't know, start an extra half an hour early and leave an extra half an hour early so they can go to the gym or, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'll give people breaks because mm. I know that's a really big thing is people don't get sufficient um, breaks at work, like lunch breaks and um, morning teas and stuff like that. And there's also often like crappy food, like, people do you know lunches and stuff but it's all like pizzas and shit food no one's like being active to provide their workplace with like really good healthy nutritious Mm. foods either so i think in the workplace though people are replaceable yeah so i think that's uh, that's their mindset that's their mindset and there is definitely some companies and organizations and workplaces out there who are incredible and i have worked in a couple who are amazing who will allow the flexibility and are happy to bend a little bit yeah, to allow their staff to have a great quality of life as yeah. well because they can see the importance. But I think some of the other organisations, it's just literally like, well, too bad, too sad. Suck it up, buttercup, or get the fuck out because we can fill your spot tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And that's just what it is. It's terrible. But look at the nurses and the shifts oh, that they yeah. do. Because like, we, we, we all know nurses, don't we? Yeah. Like, train them all, friends. Yeah. And they're doing double shifts sometimes yeah. or even completing one, going home for a little bit yeah. and coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, like go from a night shift well? into a day yeah. shift or... But the health, obviously, Absolutely. that's going to be... Mm-hmm. Um, but what about their actually quality of work as well? Yes. Because yes. how can they be on top of their form as well? That's right. When they're not given adequate breaks, rest, mm-hmm. nutrition, everything. Mm-hmm. I always joke about it because they literally work in the health yeah. industry and mm-hmm. they're probably some of the most unhealthiest people there are. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, it's just very strange. Paul had a client who was an anaesthetist, yeah. of all things. And he would do back-to-back-to-back shifts with no break. And, like, that's some pretty, like... Important shit to not get wrong. You would think so, right? And on the flip side of that, when I was pregnant with Sax, I had a C-section. And when... No, 
it was with Mia, sorry. Um, they missed when they did my injections. Oh, my God. They legit missed. So oh, I've been that person on the side where things yeah. are fucked up and I yeah. don't know whether that staff member was just incompetent or whether they'd done three shifts in a row. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But that's, you know... That's the, what you're playing that's with. That's what you're playing with and that's scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really scary. They need to do better. Yeah. But anyway... Anyways, back to the topic at hand about burnout <laughs> and how you can look after yourself. <laughs> so um, a couple of the stats that I pulled up as well. Uh, so first one is from the Australian HR Institute reported for the period of 2019 to the 2022, 68.5% of Australian workers felt like burnout at work. And then uh, published findings in the University of Melbourne in 2023 State of Future Work report reported 81% of Australians are struggling with stress and or burnout in the workplace, which is alarmingly higher than the global figure of 73%. So mm. I thought that was really interesting given, I don't know, I feel like we, have, we live in a great country, mm. so we should technically, why are we, why are we <laughs> so stressed out? Yeah. It's insane though, like when we talk about workplace, but I think when we talk about the mentality of people as well, mm. yes. certain personalities will, I'm not saying bring burnout on themselves, mm. but if we're just striving for that kind of perfectionism. Yes. Mm. Like, you could be an athlete, you could be someone who's trying to achieve high in a business. We don't know, we have no off switch. No. So I think that's the problem is, mm-hmm. we're always trying to do more. Yes. We can't say no um again yeah trying to be perfectionist and that will then Correct. roll into yeah burnout yeah. won't it mm-hmm. yeah so lo- like i said a lot of the studies um work workplace related um but we all know what happens in life oh definitely just in general mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and the studies are done around the workplace but my question is did the workplace cause it or did the individual bring it in so it's yes. what, what came that's first interesting that's really it is because like, then you got to talk about outside of work exactly what, what is going on then so yeah i think it's probably a combination isn't absolutely. it absolutely i feel like it's a bit of a um like catch 22 because if we look at um some of the symptoms uh of it so uh some of the social symptoms are like social isolation isolation yes. yes you got it uh and in, in which turn like strains relationships but it not only strains home relationships which then obviously probably puts you in a really strange place at home mm. Then you go into work and then your relationships are also strained with mm-hmm. your colleagues or your boss yeah. or whatever it might be. So I feel like it's a very catch-22. Like I feel like that, you know, each person is kind of in either either it was created from work or from home or a combination of both. It's just mm-hmm. your lifestyle, I guess, mm. that we need. That you'd probably need to have a look at a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, I always found as well that um, when the girls were a little bit smaller, I used to get almost an end-of-year burnout as a mum. Mm-hmm. And it was when the girls were doing dancing, there were school parties on, I was doing work stuff. It was like accumulation of everything. Yeah. Where I felt like, again, I was trying to strive to be the perfect mum. I was going to say everything. that goes back into what you were saying yeah. here about not being able to say no yes. as well. So I remember one year I ended up being like the class representative for some school fate or something. It was face painting. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it was that on top of Mm -hmm. dance parties, on top of everything else that you have to do, getting presents. Yeah. End of year kind of like work kind of wraps up and I could feel myself just getting to a point where I just burst out crying one day. Spiralling. Yeah. But after I cried, I was fine. But I knew so many mums as well who were experiencing exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like we do it to ourselves every single year. Mm -hmm. 
and it's sometimes I think the more we talk about this yeah. people will start recognizing it yeah mm. and I think even the reason why we did this podcast as well is that we're talking about we're not perfect as well yes absolutely. and it's okay to actually like fuck up a lot of times well I mean we all just jumped on straight up and we were all like well we're pretty burnt out so mm. we're giving advice about not being burnt out <laughs> here we are burnt out so <laughs> We are not perfect. <laughs> we are not perfect at all. And I think as well, it's I, I don't think I'm as bad this time as I was last post-com. Yes. yes. Because I have learnt a yes. few yes. lessons here. Yeah. Recognising signs a bit earlier than I did last time. Mm-hmm. And I think you girls are the same. I think mm-hmm. we learn every time we do make a mistake or yeah. it's a lesson, isn't it? Yeah, and that absolutely. 100% is that self-awareness piece. Yeah. And that's why this conversation is so important because if you can be self-aware of what's going on and be alert to your feelings and your thoughts and all that, then of course you're going to stop before you get to that point where you're at at absolute complete burnout. Yes, which will roll on to one of our other podcasts because I was literally talking with one of my clients this week and I said, I find it, like now that I'm a coach, I find it really weird, sad, interesting. I don't know. This is a mixed bag of feelings but people are so disconnected from themselves these days it's just very strange Mm. so I think that um, bringing this up I guess will make people maybe stop and think a little bit more but oh I actually feel some of that so maybe I should like maybe it'll help people pause and Mm -hmm. take a look on the inside a little bit more people really struggle to reflect yes that's one thing I've noticed with my coaching is when you make people stop and think about how they feel what their thoughts are they panic because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to admit to yourself, right? Absolutely. And I think that's something that we need to overcome because we need to be self-aware. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. It's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, I guess the good news is, is that even though you might be experiencing some, all or part of the symptoms that we've mentioned, um, or you notice someone around you who is experiencing this, that we can fix it absolutely we can manage it Mm -hmm. it's highly manageable and highly fixable it's not something that you are stuck with for the rest of your life and you don't need to take medication for it necessarily Mm. anyone want to talk about those things Mm -hmm. (laughs) well i can share like my personal experience of burnout if we want it's good to actually hear your side of it yeah so I always, from from being a child, had health issues. Um, I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue as a teenager. Prior to that, had severe tonsillitis where I missed several like several years on and off of schooling. Um, and then when I became an adult, and then I was about I think twenty, I was trying to think maybe like eight years ago roughly, I landed the dream job. Like I was so stoked, I was so happy. Worked in health and fitness, landed the dream job. I was a gym manager, loved it. Fiance at home, two little kitties. Life was like perfect from the outside. The dream job though came with a lot of KPIs, a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure. That pressure built up and built up and built up. And before I knew it, working six days a week, um, minimum 14 hour days. If like it was 24 hour gym. So like, for example, one night the door stopped working and it was middle of the night. And oh, I had the, the phone call. I get the phone call. I had to go in in the middle of the night. And then the door wouldn't work for three or four days because it was a public holiday in the US and the doors are controlled by wow. a company in the US. So I'm I mean, there, that seems intelligent. Yeah, anyway. totally. So I'm there all day, all night, because I had to be. I had no staff that could cover oh it. Lord. Buck stopped with me. I had to do it. There were so many things. I was getting exhausted. I was feeling tired. 
I was able to get a, another staff member to help cover my Saturday shift, yeah. and that is all I could get. Wow. Um, I ended up with chicken pox. Or shingles, oh, shingles, shingles, yeah. Because I was so, like, just feeling exhausted. But I had to still have my phone on me. It was expected by the owner of the gym that I had my phone on me and I would take calls. Yeah, right. And I was still selling memberships and doing all the things while being at home, sick as. Oh I'm still working through it. Anyways, dream job, dream job. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and then it, it got to the point of burnout. It got to the point where literally everything you listed there, so social isolation, not interested in my goals anymore, all those things started to really come up, feeling depressed, crying for no reason, um, disengaged from my children and from my husband, or oh, fiancé, and just feeling completely worthless, feeling like, like you could almost say it was like, depression but yeah. it wasn't it was the burnout side yeah. of things like a numbness isn't it It was an absolute numbness yeah a pure exhaustion but i couldn't sleep so yes. i'll be wide awake but completely exhausted literally like a zombie mode is the best way i can describe it yeah it's like i was there but i wasn't really there yeah went to the doctors did all the things did all the tests um my adrenals had totally fried um i was put on adrenal medication pretty damn quickly my hormones completely kaputted hey my doctor i was 27 28 my doctor said to me if you don't like you're basically menopausal your hormones have gone to that level Jesus. that we need to That's sort too, this way out. too young for that to be way happening. too young yeah. for that um and then yeah i had to go on all the sleeping medication to help me sleep there was so much i literally couldn't get out of bed and the awful the sad thing was then i still tried to push through i still tried to work and i just didn't have the support on that side yeah so the day came where i had to decide that i can't keep doing this job i have yeah. to quit yeah. and i had no other option yeah quit the job that was another whole story. Um, but it took me a good six to eight months to be good again. I was yeah. going to say, I feel like like as you were talking then, I was like, you are at the point where it's not too far to come back from, but it's just so much harder because you've yep. already hit that like yep. really high level of it. Yep. And I'm, I feel lucky in a sense that I was self-aware to a point where I was putting my hand up asking for help yeah I was saying I need help I need help with this I can't keep doing this but the problem was the person I was asking for help wasn't listening yeah and there was nowhere else to go yeah yeah and I wasn't strong enough to go that's it I'm done sooner than yeah. I, I should have well, you're walked already away exhausted as well right so I mean I'm not fighting with you yeah. I don't have the energy to fight with you yeah right and I think that's a really important thing too because that perfectionist that people please are that I want to do the right thing by you I am dying I yes. feel like I'm dying I've given my resignation and you're dragging this out yeah like please I'm I'm begging you almost now yes yeah like yeah, it was a really tricky situation. And I feel when you get to that that stage of burnout, you are so emotionally exhausted. Yes. It's hard to – it's really hard. It's a yeah. hard place to be in. It's a hard place to make logical decisions as well. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But you yeah, probably so second-guess yourself too. You're like, I'm going to quit because I can't do this anymore. But then you're like, oh, am I just being overdramatic? 100%. It took me three months to quit in the end. Wow, man. And then I re resigned and then it was still another two and a bit months before they found someone to replace me. 
Oh, so you stayed, I stayed after you resigned after because resigned. they couldn't find anyone? Yeah, because they were stuffing around. Wow. Um, they were dragging it out for God knows what reason. Um, but I was completely wiped. I was probably because you were probably really good at your job. Yeah, but also. <laughs> like, good at my job, but also I couldn't have been. Yeah. I was completely done. Yeah. I was exhausted. And coming home and had nothing to give to my family. Yeah. I'm just so thankful that Paul was so supportive. Yeah. Because, you know, someone else might have been like, you know, fucking sort your shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But then, yes. Yeah, so then getting help and getting the right kind of help. Yes. I should have gone to the doctor sooner. So yeah. anyone that's experiencing these things, go and see your GP. Yeah. If you've yeah. got a good GP, go and see them. Yeah. Don't wait until you're literally on the ground and can't move. Yeah. Um, because... When you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait and you put it off, then mm. then things get scary because like I had to take so much medication and that yeah. should not be where you have to get to yeah. before you go and get help. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it took a good six to eight months. I couldn't I couldn't work properly again after that for a while. Yeah. Um. So it took a long time to get back into back it. into rhythm of life again. Yeah. yeah. It's big. It's terrible. But you're out now. I'm out now, and, and it's yeah. such a great lesson. Ha- how do you manage it now? Because obviously you've had that, like, I guess, severe experience. Yes. Yeah. I'm so quick on it. Yeah. So if I feel tired, I will tell Paul I'm tired. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah. I need a rest. Yeah. And Take a long... Because oh, I know he's very big on taking long weekends. 100%. And, yeah. And because he's seen me experience that awful burnout... Yeah. He had his own experience of awful burnout. It wasn't... <laughs> As extended as that, it was yeah. just a complete... He was very sick, He though. was very sick. Um, his body basically shut down on yeah, him. Yeah, um, So he's experienced that as well. And because we've both been there now... It's it's something it's for you guys something to we help each other with. 100%. Yeah. Um, and, like, it goes back to ask for help. Yeah. So if I'm tired, I tell him I'm tired. Yeah. I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to pretend yeah. like everything's rosy. Yeah. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I need a break. Yeah. Okay, babe, what can I do to help? Yeah. So you're, um, we were talking about this the other day, actually. So it is good to have, I guess, a partner if you have a partner. Yeah. Um, and people were saying, oh, it's 50-50. And Lee and I had listened to something a little while ago and it's like it's not 50-50. Yeah. It's 100% split between you. Correct. Because some days... Lee's only got 5%, yeah, so yeah. I'm 95%. Yeah. Yeah. Some days I've only got 5%, some days he's only got 5%, and we're 10% together and that's that. That's like. <laughs> yeah. But on that day you're both giving your 100% yes, aren't you? Yes, we are giving yeah, our yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. 100% into it, and it just has to be okay sometimes. Yes, yeah. yeah. I saw something similar to what you're saying, and yeah. I was like, that is the best way to look at it. Yeah, 100%. And it was a husband and wife, and they were talking about when hubby comes home from work, He will. They, that's the first thing yes. they say to each other. Yes, yes. I've I think got... that's what we we yeah, saw. Yeah, it was we so were, we great. Loved, we were like, yes, that's that's ex- the best way to describe how we hold Absolutely. each other up. So yeah, and then what you then went to then, Kerry, was I saw a thing a while ago, and I use this a lot with my clients: is if today you're only at forty percent, but you give everything you've got, you've it's given a hundred percent. Definitely have. Yeah. Right. So it's a, it's acknowledging that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and okay. even they showed it's up okay. that day as well, and I think that's you what people up. forget as well that you just showing up is yes amazing yeah. yes on the days that you don't feel like, and I think that is the biggest win for anyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I um I I'm very similar with my clients because I walk in and they the first thing they tell like I'm like how are you today because usually that's what we ask right, and the first thing they were very honest with me and some of them are like I just feel like shit today and I've got nothing mm-hmm. and I said yeah but you came. Yeah, you're here. You're here. You're here. Yeah. 
and I said, tell me how you feel when you, before you leave. And every yep. time that they leave, they're not necessarily fixed mm -hmm. or they're not feeling like, you know, amazing, but they're like, I'm so glad I came still. Yes. And I said, yeah, because you've just like you've literally just mm. you've made it you've come we've had a chat probably didn't train as you know good as you usually do but you're still here and you're here for the whole time and now you at least have some like happy endorphins mm. running around right I think that's a really great way to segue into knowing the difference between burnout and stress yes. as yes. well because with that training element like I think back to that time when I was super burnt out I couldn't train. Yeah. Even if I did show up, yeah. I wasn't walking out feeling any better. Yeah, okay. So knowing the difference there. So if you like if it's a shit day, go train. Yeah. So you feel nine times out of ten you have a great session, you feel good after. Yeah. Even if it's a shit session, you yeah. still feel good after. Yeah. But if you're literally dragging your ass and you can't do anything and you walk out feeling like crap, yeah. Maybe you take time rest. to realise that hey, I'm pushing burnout. A proper rest. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, me, you like, found I was that gonna great. say yes. you said that today. Yeah, so two weeks ago I I literally, I was getting out of bed and I was like sore. Yeah. And this was like unusual body soreness for me. Yeah. yeah. To get Dolan's like, yeah. training program changes, new stimulus, you're sore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I was actually sore to touch my quads mm -hmm. and everything just felt like it felt heavy. Achy. And I just felt there's no way I can actually do another leg session. I can do another training session. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up taking like three days off. And on my fourth day, it wasn't, it was like a light training session. Went back and did some reformer. Yeah. And it actually did me the world of good. But obviously that's not going to fix something which has been going on for some time. And I've only just recognized the mm. symptoms. Yeah. Um, so apart from, well, to be honest, during this time also, my sleep had gone to complete shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So previous to this, I've worked very hard on getting my sleep to where it was. Yes. And then end of comp, my parents were here. My routine just went completely out. out. Window. And I found it extremely hard to get it back on track then. Mm. And then I got sick um, at the end of my last comp as well. So on the Friday before I competed Sunday, I was sick. So I had like some kind of flu coming on, but it was my mum's birthday the day after the competition. So I kind of pulled through until the day after that and I just went completely, I was in bed then. Mm -hmm. So I think there was a combination of me competing, then obviously just well, you're like, already low. Well, yeah, but lower energy energy yeah. availability through all that like, yeah, so lack, you, lack of like calories going in for yeah. some time, and then obviously stress of all the still training hard. Yeah, and then coming out of that, getting sick, and it's like accumulation then of trying to get my body back to mm. its full health again. Yeah. So yeah, just all kind of like rolls then, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, that was sleep as well. So because I wasn't sleeping, I was then drinking more caffeine. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was grabbing oh, energy drinks. Right, I was drinking yeah. like three coffees a day, four mm. coffees a day, kind of monster. And to be honest, I did, re I did recognize one symptom when you girls were here. We did a podcast probably, what, maybe? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. And I had a coffee, which did, yes. yeah, yes. brought me. When I brought you guys and coffee, yeah. the actual coffee affected me, and I was jittery, and that mm. never happens. Mm. So I felt like something's yeah, happening here. Said, I knew. okay, Carrie's not allowed coffee after 12 yes. p.m. anymore. That never affects me. Like, not like that. And I was like, okay, something's gone. My adrenals yes. must be, like, mm. my central control. nervous system is just burnt out now. Yeah. yeah. So that was another symptom. Yeah. Muscle soreness, that, my irritability. Yeah. Like, I was just swearing at things for no reason. Yeah. And I was just getting really annoyed by going, like, crowded places, like, really yeah. irritated, more than normal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, accumulation of all these things. Yeah. yeah. And I think even my joy of doing certain things as well, 
gone down. Uh, yeah. I wasn't excited about things that I was previously. And if anyone has competed, this can also get kind of mistaken for post-comp blues. A hundred percent. When I, was, I wasn't off me training, I wasn't off other things either. I was just actually... Had nothing left. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had nothing left. So I think sometimes it's recognizing there is post comp blues because obviously the goal is gone, but there's also medical reasons why you're actually feeling like this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, I guess comps uh, after comps are probably prime time to get burnout mm-hmm. because you yeah. are already depleted, self depleted. Like, yep, it it is because we chose to do that. But like those comps are so like you think about how much energy goes into comp day as well do you know what i mean like there's so much excitement Mm -hmm. and like you're just so like on 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 all the time and so afterwards it could be post comp blues but you could be suffering quite easily heading towards burnout as well just because of competing Mm -hmm. but um one thing that you just brought up kerry and mon actually posted it in her story not that long ago, actually, was the grind situation. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're always all trying to push, just push through, just push through. And sometimes that's not the right thing. Sometimes it is the right thing to do, don't get yeah. me wrong, but sometimes it's not. And it's such a, like, hustle culture. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, Mom, but you just mm-hmm. said it so well. It's like we don't need to be doing this to ourselves. No, we don't. I don't remember the exact words, but I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. And it was about hustle. Hustle, hustle, hustle was like the big word and everyone yeah. was hustling hard and whatever else. You just don't have to. Like, you no. can rest. No. Get to the back end of this year. And if you're tired, just rest. Yeah. Like, it's it's your decision here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the wording, but yeah. I don't think it um, necessarily makes you a better person no, or a better doesn't. like a better worker or a better business no. person no. or a better mum or a better whatever it rest is important but do you know to what? be your best self yes yeah. so that's what I was about to say what does make you better is you taking care of yourself because yes. when you have yeah. a full cup you can give to other people yes you can be there for your partner you can be there for your child but if your cup is empty you ain't giving nobody nothing yeah right Go. So <laughs> I can see that's what you want to say. Like, <laughs> okay, so it's gonna go. <laughs> quick, 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 quick! Talk, go, don't lose it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really. I'm just kidding. I was just gonna say that I was actually proud of myself yeah. for actually sitting back and going, take some time off. Mm. Take time off because nothing is gonna happen to you. Yeah. And it's funny because. When you do bodybuilding, and you can probably both vouch for this, you think if you miss a body part one day, that muscle will shrink away. Yeah. <laughs> it's have so you, true. Have you been in that headspace <laughs> all the time? I'm not showing my shoulders today. They're going to shrink. Every time I get an injury and yeah. I've got to take two weeks off or something, it's like, oh, my God, that's it. I've got no quads left. They're gone. <laughs> Literally, honestly, nothing will happen to you, but please do not take this and stop training body parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But honestly, a few times will not do anything. No, exactly. And I have learned by my past mistakes, like when I first got injured, for instance, mm-hmm. same thing, what's going to happen? Like mm-hmm. you panic, something that you're going to lose a lot of muscle. It, it it's not like that, that detrimental as you think. It doesn't work like so, that. So no, when I got injured like the second time, the same injury, I took time off and I came back quicker because obviously I just rested, did the right things. And I think as well, when people take time off now, they think... 
all their progress is going to go to shit. Yeah. Especially as natural athletes. It's okay if you take time off. Nothing will happen to you. Mm-hmm. No. Do exactly. you mean? And you will come back stronger, especially if well, you notice for burnout that your strength's going. quite faster. Yeah, exactly. Like it... If you rest properly and then you just go back, it comes back a lot faster. Yeah. And so you might have a six-week period where you're averagely training, let's say, mm-hmm. or not training at all because of an injury, as opposed to trying to push through and all of a sudden, six months down the track, you're still getting niggles or mm-hmm. every other week you've got to stop training legs or do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's definitely a better, mm-hmm. a better option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you think about, like, your body will be inflamed as well. Yes. So it's not just symptoms that you can see, like an injury. You actually will be having inflammation. Yeah. All these other things, which is coming from stress of your body, mind, everything that is going on. So you will get more injured. You will feel more pain. Mm-hmm. So I think it's actually just addressing everything, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. I actually uh, I forget, for, blah, 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 blah. forgot <laughs> to mention one thing. Um, some of the symptoms, when I was reading through them, so fatigue, headaches, da-da-da-da-da, which, which we've already said, but digestive issues are actually yes, one, one of the um, big symptoms of burnout, mm-hmm. which I found very interesting. Mm. Well, we know that stress and digestion are so closely yeah. linked, yes. so of course burnout is. Yes. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when I was um, looking at, again, the research stuff, there are four things that they suggested to manage it, which was self-care, nutrition, sleep, and exercise. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. What do you know? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So pretty much all of our life problems can be solved by most of those things. I know a lot of cause by as well, like shit food, no exercise, alcohol. Well, we were talking about um, people being in that weird headspace this time of year, like very unmotivated and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's because it's like, well, you've just gone to a party every weekend, Mm -hmm. got drunk every weekend for the last few weekends and eaten a whole bunch of shits. And I wonder Mm -hmm. why you feel like crap about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's insane, isn't it? I always find it fascinating slightly funny but also infuriating that so many of these research things are done and that's the end result we spent 21 million dollars on this latest (laughs) research project to tell you that prioritize self-care exercise nutrition and sleep really (laughs) maybe we should just promote that from the start really (laughs) it drives me batty because it feels like it's so obvious but it's so obvious why aren't we doing it why do we have such big issues? Because all the things that everyone, like the self-sabotage things, it's just that immediate pleasure. Yes. So if you think about, like... Quick fixes. Quick, but not even that. Like, So if you ate some chocolate, for instance, like quick dopamine, yes. isn't it? Mm. It's pleasure. comes with then the shit feeling after. Yes. Yep. But then if you went to an exercise session, yes, you might experience some pain, discomfort, because it's hard. Yes. Mm. But then the pleasure comes after. Mm-hmm. And it, it lasts for a little while, too. It does last for a little bit, yeah. yeah. It lasts for longer than it does with the yeah. chocolate bar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, alcohol, the pleasure... Pleasure comes first, like yes. the fun, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then the obviously the anchor the comes later. <laughs> healthy, eat healthy food. Yes, it might not be that I don't know dripping cheesy burger that you everyone likes to eat. Do you know what I mean? But then you eat some healthy food now, but the after effects comes after, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it's just saying no, isn't it? So mm-hmm. it's like you've got to go through some discomfort first to get the rewards. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But all the self-sabotage things. It's the reward first, isn't it? Yeah. I find the nutrition funny because, like, when you said cheese drip, cheesy burger, I'm just, like, <laughs> scratching my nose up because but I'm yes, like... that's not my idea of yeah, but enjoyable food. It used to be. That's yeah. the thing. So when you talk about discomfort before pleasure, 
it was this like it, there was a lot of discomfort in me like thinking I was not getting what I wanted if that makes sense yes. like yes. depriving myself yeah. of junk food but now that I've done it for so long every time I do have junk food now I hate it more because I'm like it actually makes me feel like shit yeah. afterwards yeah. yeah like I feel really heavy in the guts and all that sort of stuff and it's like so so now when people talk about it I'm just like that sounds disgusting mm. like <laughs> but do you know what you've just highlighted what is how self-aware you are oh yes Yes. And that's, I think that's the key part in this is people need to learn how to be self-aware to then be able to pick up on these signs and symptoms we've talked about because it's like it's easy to sit here and be like, oh, don't get burnt out. But if you're just coasting through life and not feeling anything and numbing everything else out, yes. you're not going to know anything until you're on the ground and can't get up. No. Yeah. And that's what yeah. alcohol generally comes in, isn't it? It's mm. the numbness what you get from even food. Yeah. So from Eating junk food, comfort eating, mm-hmm. yeah. drinking alcohol again and again and again, just like numbing out the pain. So yeah, actually, not actually reflecting. To like drown out yeah. shit, other shit that's yeah, going definitely. on in your life yeah. instead of managing it, right? Yeah. Or, so to, or to, living in it. So to a point you are aware enough yes. that you're choosing this behavior. Yes. yes. So if you are at that point where you're like, I don't know, but you are choosing these behaviors, take a step back and have a think. Yeah. Why am I choosing this? Then very quickly becomes a habit, right? Because yeah. I know I, I will put my hand up and say a majority of my clients who come in, if they've had a shit day at work, the first thing they tell me they're going to do is go home and have wine. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the um. Which I find gross because I hate wine, but like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember being that person though, like, yep. whiskey. Mm-hmm. Like, I go home and have scotch. I've had a shit day. I have scotch. It's such a culture here. See, how did that feel? Like, did that automatically kind of numb that kind of stress that you had? Yeah, because, and I try and um, bring it back around to saying, I don't actually think it's the alcohol that's making you feel better. Yeah. It's the habit of sitting down Mm -hmm. and having a drink in peace. Mm -hmm. That is what is actually creating. It's the same as um, when I quit smoking, for example. So it was like, I need to go have a smoke. And it's like, it's not the cigarette. It's the fact that I removed myself from everything. Mm -hmm. And I went out, stood out and had a cigarette by myself in peace for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I took five minutes of my life to just stop. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that that's part of those drinking habits smoking habits, things like that, yeah. is it's actually the stopping part, mm. not the not the alcohol itself. And you know also too with the exactly what you said, when you take that first sip of wine or alcohol, beer, whatever it is, what do you do? Yeah, scrunch <gasps> Yeah. Yes. <sighs> that feels better. You have that big yeah, breathe. breath. Yeah. That you've been holding your breath all day and you're yeah. shallow breathing all day. No wonder you feel so anxious and you take that first sip wow. and you have this big, big breath. Yeah. I find that hard to relate to, right? It sounds odd, but I have never, ever had alcoholic drink by myself. Yeah, well, I okay. was a massive party animal. Mm. Like, I can drink. I could drink, sorry. Like, I, But I would only drink to get drunk for fun. That was yeah. it. That's yeah. the only reason yeah. I did it. So there's, I have never, ever been inclined like drunk to de-stress yeah ne- never yeah. used it for that yeah so it was only ever to actually yeah we'd have pre's before we went out yeah but it was just again to that's get with drunk. friends right? with friends yeah. yeah so it was never yeah because the intent is to get shit face so you yeah, have and, fun yeah fun yeah that was it <laughs> so yeah so i've never experienced that because i don't actually like the taste of alcohol either so it would never be something yes. i would reach for mm. but yeah I've, so yeah i've never experienced that mm. feeling so it's I'm, just good to know like what you actually get from that yeah. or you did get from that i'm super sensitive to like the taste of 
alcohol now. Um, so I used to love um, scotch. I used to love drinking a scotch with my hubby and we used to try different scotches. And when we went over to Scotland um, earlier this year, I was tasting at the, we went to like the distilleries and had the little like mm. sample tasting things and whatever. And I was just every sip that I had, I'm like, oh my god, it just tastes like I'm drinking petrol. Mm. Like, what? Why did I enjoy this? Like, mm. so I don't. I'm so like I'm so detached from that feeling now. But I know I used to do it. Mm. Like, it was just the thing. Yeah, mm. it's very weird. Your taste buds change though, right? It's like food. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Food, alcohol, once you remove it from your life, like junk food, perfect example. You know, you can have it every single day, whether yep. it's a Macca's burger or whatever you're having, every single day. You stop having it for six months, have it again, it will taste like shit. It, it will, will never taste the way you think it's going to taste. My taste buds are better now. I mm. taste more foods. I have less sauces and stuff on my foods now yeah. that I eat better yeah. than I ever did when I was eating as much junk food as I was. Yeah. And that's scary in yeah. itself. But anyway. But yeah, I think that really beautifully rounds up that self-care part though right at the start like you said the five minutes sitting alone so if you're someone that's feeling like you are burnt out find those moments where you maybe are practicing self-care but it's not a healthy version yes so if you are going outside and smoking or you are sitting down and having that glass of wine replace those unhealthy habits with sit down and read a book yes if you've only got five minutes sit down and do some breath work yes like because so many of us aren't breathing properly oh oh yeah. Right, but imagine that <laughs> that you just experienced oh, from the alcohol. Yeah. Imagine getting that from breath work instead. Just doing yeah. that on its own, and it will, will feel better. So much yeah. better as well. It'll feel better the next you won't day feel too. That heavy. <laughs> you won't feel that heavy feeling, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the self care, nutrition. Like yes. Everyone knows. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Exercise. Yeah. Just move your body. Yeah. Find something you love and just move. Yeah. I like always, nice walks outside. I always tell my clients, a lot of my clients are mums and they end up staying up really late at night mm-hmm. because it takes them a while to put the kids to bed mm-hmm. and they put the kids to bed and they just want some time, time to themselves. And so then that's when they reach for the chocolate bars, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. um, things that I guess are going outside of that, you know, traditional healthy kind of thing. And I'm like, stop relying on that as your moment Mm -hmm. because you can have just as good a time at relaxing in the evenings for yourself as putting a face mask on. Mm-hmm. So put a face mask on and put a trashy show on and mm-hmm. watch that. That mm-hmm. That's self-care, is it not? Mm-hmm. Or like Mon said, put like do breath work. Do a like, few minutes of breath work. Mm. Do that with a face mask on. Like, yeah, yeah there's yep. so many other ways to treat yourself as a mum and after a hard day's worth of work other than, I guess, poisoning your body with alcohol mm. or you know, having things that are not necessarily helping the way that you're feeling at the mm-hmm. moment. I had a client recently who was notorious for that, staying up, put the kids to bed, stay up really, really late, watching yep. trashy TV, eating shit. And she was inspired, she did this on her own batch, she was inspired by watching me walking Tyson, so in my Instagram oh, nice. stories. She decided that she wanted to flip it. So she wanted to make sure she was getting her eight hours sleep. Yep. So she, what she did, she would put the kids to bed. She then would go and have a really long, nice shower. Yeah. And she went, kids are in bed, I'm going to bed. But then what she did was she woke up before them in the oh, morning. earlier. So her self-care, her time to herself was in the morning at the start of the day. Perfect. She started her day with a cup of tea. She would do some, not journaling, but just some writing out some random things, a yep. bit of gratitude, plan her day, and would watch a bit of TV. But she had the time in the morning. Yeah. And she's like, all I did was switch one to the other. Yeah. And she's like, I cannot believe how much better I feel. Yeah. And she's like, and strangely, I've lost weight. 
Like, well, not so strange because you're not eating junk at night. But something so simple. But also, so imagine simple. Her, her hormone levels will be so dropping. Much better. Her cortisol will be dropping. So much better. Her mood, she yeah. said, I'm, she goes, the nighttime with the kids is so much easier. And she's because like... she's not irritated. She's not irritated. She's starting her day off... Positive. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. Not waking up feeling exhausted and feeling tired from staying up all night with a sugar hangover. Yeah. Yeah. So there are some ways you can easily fix. It doesn't have to be a whole life overhaul. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, rec- I don't recommend a whole life overhauls. No. They very rarely oh, it's work. It's changing things, isn't it? Because like for me, it was like, okay, one place I started was caffeine. I yeah. need to stop this caffeine. Uh, after a certain time, and actually the amount I was having per day because obviously the half-life of coffee as well, mm-hmm. you have it in the morning, you might have it at 12 o'clock, it's still going to mm-hmm. go yes. into the afternoon. Um, so yes, when I talk about this as well, I experienced the discomfort first, which actually being tired, mm-hmm. having a bit of a caffeine withdrawal for a few days, but after that my sleep got better, I started to feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's actually being, that's, that was my kind of proactive yeah. move at the beginning. It's a good word, proactive. Yeah, uh, my nutrition, was it was a post-comp anyway like I've still been tracking so it's been good um in that respect good quality food but my fats went up so that's to support my hormones and I've actually yes. went to see my doctor Monday and I had a full, 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 I can't speak. full blood I'm stuttering <laughs> a full blood count and also all my hormones tested as well yeah so nice. that's another like we talked about going to the doctor as well absolutely yeah but again, it's just like what your client did. Mm. She changed something. And that's mm. why I knew I had to change something too. Yeah. And it's yeah. something so simple. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait till you're on the floor in pieces. Yeah. 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 Which we often do. Yeah. It's so easy though to actually just stay up late and scroll because I'm I am terrible at doing that sometimes. Yeah. Everyone goes to bed and just sit there. You get down it, the rabbit hole, right? Mm. Oh, you do. Yeah. Mm. But it is, and then it's the same thing again, you're tired. Mm-hmm. The caffeine comes in. Yeah. And then you're tired, you're cranky. Mm-hmm. All these things then, then you're unproductive. Mm-hmm. So you can see how roll it just rolls and rolls and so easy as well. Yeah. Anything else, ladies? Yeah, that's it. Other, I feel like we've pretty much I feel much like covered we've covered. That. I, think, I think there was a lot of good take-homes in that, and I think it's important just to recognise where you are. And if you notice, if, if any of this resonates, just take a moment to stop and think and reflect and go, okay, where am I? Do I feel like I'm just stressed in this moment or do I feel like I'm heading towards a burnout? Yeah. Um, acknowledge it and ask for help. Don't feel like you're on your own. And even if you don't have a partner at home, talk to somebody, yeah. a friend, a family member. Yeah. You know, there's always somebody to talk to about it. I think Kerry... Um, the recent thing with you, Kerry, how you've kind of, you acknowledged the first one, you're like, okay, so you kind of flagged it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And then yes. as you were going on, you're like, okay, this is still hanging around and now I've added this symptom as well. So then you kind of have stacked your symptoms and mm-hmm. by the third one, you're like, okay, I need to do something. Yeah. So you didn't let it get to that um, 12 point. Mm. We didn't talk about that infographic. That's okay. I think we can post it up. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be I'll great one to post up, up as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you didn't let it get to that like 12 stage, you know, of, mm. of burnout. You kind of went, you flagged one and you're like, okay, I'm noticing this in myself. And then you let that go and you're like, okay, that's not dissipating. And now I've had an extra symptom. Mm. So I think that that's a really good way to maybe um, think about it as well. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. And if you are, yeah, do some self-reflection. That's really helpful as well. Absolutely. Because if you have got into that that shitty routine again, like you, you might have been doing really well before the Christmas period started, yes. where you've got leftovers in the house from parts of the weekend, like get back onto your nutrition. Yeah. Mm. 
I think that plays a massive part as well because people Huge. are falling off the wagon. It's really Monday, underrated. I wasn't prepared, so I entered and got some whatever it was, yeah. takeaway from the shop, whatever it was, and yeah. they'll roll on to Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're feeling shit again. Then they're cancelling gym sessions. They're not going to their own gym. So mm-hmm. all these things just, it just rolls Snow on again. Yeah. Next minute, it's January, and they're in a worse spot than they started in yeah. December then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Recognise signs early. Recognise signs, exercise, sleep, nutrition and self-care. Love it. Yeah, and it's mums as well that you are feeling a bit of perfectionism. Watch Bad Mums at Christmas. That will make you feel oh, amazing. That's a, I, I love, love that, that movie. movie. Makes me feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what we do. We're like, we watch Shameless and we're like, oh, well, we're not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, ladies. I think we had a really lovely chat today. Always. Nice to see you both. I feel like I was away for so long. It's good to see you oh, back, Mon. Yeah. And you, you are glowing, honestly. Yeah, you, are. you look so amazing. I see Moni a few times a week, sometimes at the gym or doing our podcast, and every time I go, your skin is glowing. Yeah. Just good sleep, nutrition, yeah. exercise, but self-care. Who would have thought it? Oh, those simple <laughs> things, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Anyways, well, thank you for tuning in to Queen We Got You. If you have a topic that you think we should cover, please send us a DM on Instagram at Queen underscore We Got You. If you love this episode, and I know you did, please hit subscribe so you never miss any future episodes. And also please screenshot and share it to your socials. Don't forget to tag us because if you don't tag us, we won't see it. And send it to your girlfriends because you know they want to listen to. Yes. Until next time. Queen We, we Got, got you. you.